Meow, what is so damn funny? I could have sworn you said meow. Do I look like a cat to you, boy? <laughs> Am I jumping around all nimbly bimbly from tree to tree? No, no. <laughs> Am I drinking milk from a saucer? <laughs> well, do you see me eating mice? <laughs> now you stop laughing right now. Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Substandard, sponsored by Casper Mattress. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Sonny Bunch and Jonathan V. Last. I'd like to remind you The Substandard is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just look under podcasts and search for Substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe, tell your friends, and leave a review. By the way, I'm just going to completely ad-lib here. Uh, a listener friend of ours, uh, of mine, Marina Pavlova, Dr. Pavlova, a wonderful woman who's married to my wife's cousin. Um, she's Russian, and she tried listening to the podcast, and she said, I need to speak slower. My thought is maybe it's her Russian. Am I speaking too fast? Uh, I would say that you are speaking at a normal pace, but I've also known you for like 15 years, so it's hard to say. Okay. I, I may have just right. grown accustomed. I don't even need you to form words with your mouth to know you just what you're saying. Oftentimes, we just, tele- we just like communicate cosmic twins. telepathically. Hmm. Go back to Russia. Do okay, you remember? So, yeah. Do you remember? Yes, I do. See? We didn't <laughs> have to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, you actually do know what I I'm about what to say. It was a David from Peace yes! about... The well, watch this. Jonathan's not even going to respond. He's not even writing anything or signaling me. I'm just talking to the microphone right now. Jonathan was going to bring up um, about twenty some odd years ago. Yeah, twenty years ago. And Jonathan was fact checking, and I was Podhortz, John Podhortz's assistant. And uh, it was a uh, a story by David Frum about the funeral of Princess Diana, and it had to do with whether or not um, Elton John was in fact. Um, uh, performing above Jane Austen's grave, and we were looking for Jane Austen's grave. Was that the story? Yep. <laughs> and you were in Jody's office. Yes, Jane I was. In, I was in, well, they were Jane both. North- it was the same office. It was used to be Jay's, and it became Jody's. And Holy, you this is the worst story that has ever been told. <laughs> but this is the worst story that's not ever to been us, told. not to us. And you were you were in there I, looking I, at a book. I was in there, and we both we, simultaneously. And I hadn't said to him what I was going to do, and he hadn't said to him what I was going to do, and then that's how we knew we were destined for each other. Okay. So, JVL, on that note, how are you? I'm fine. I have a little story for you guys about gender differences. Oh, boy. Here we go. Which some people say are social constructs. Mm. I'm Ron Burgundy. No? <laughs> I, I understand the reference yeah. sure. that you're making. Yeah. Go for so, it. Uh, so over the weekend, were you asking, wait, were you looking at us to answer the? Yes, we. I agree with your hypothetical <laughs> rhetorical question. Yes, that some people consider yeah. them social yes. constructs. Yeah. So uh, over the weekend, I had two two notes from from uh, small child sports. In the first, my son, uh, I, I'm going to tell the redacted version of this story, was uh, on third base, and a short uh, grounder was hit dribbling up third base line. He took a very aggressive base running stance, and tried to go for home. The catcher stepped out to wait for the ball and obstructed the plate. Mm. And my son lowered his shoulder and basically dump trucked the kid. I posit this against the story of uh, a friend of the family who was playing softball, same age, Mm -hmm. same day. Same gender? Different gender. Had a daughter, girl. She's playing softball and she is playing at third base. And there was a runner on second. The ball was hit to the infield. Somebody picked it up and threw it to her at third third base. Mm -hmm. It went into her glove, but then popped out of Mm. it. And the base runner coming toward her Mm -hmm. stopped, picked up the ball, and handed it to her. Oh, how sweet. You're shaking your head, Sonny. That little kid gets no ice cream. (laughs) That That little kid gets no dinner. There may, in fact, be innate differences between girls and boys. Just going to posit that. Well, or maybe, see if science or maybe can... your son has been raised in a culture of toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Well, that's anybody who knows me. Knows I'm, just, exactly I'm, bringing, I am. I'm just bringing this up for whenever uh, Media Matters goes through our that's right. podcast archives <laughs> to destroy us whenever we get a real job somewhere. <laughs> they, they'll know that I, have Sonny so Bunch, much. Yeah. have the proper views yeah. on no, these no, no, things. No. I'm not like some Kevin Williamson. Mm-mm. You know, I'm not no, going around no. uh, calling for lynching everyone. 
That's not I, me. I know, and I myself know nothing about toxic masculinity. By the way, I was on third base last night. Oh, <laughs> I was also alone. Anyway, <laughs> and cooking and cooking <laughs> for your wife <laughs> with, a, with an apron and nothing else. Okay, because that's all what they always say. Uh, yeah, so that was uh, that is interesting. That is a that's difference between boys and girls. Yeah, no, 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 much more polite. I think. Um, I, uh, you know, I've been going through this trying to lose Slower. weight. I've been what? Slower. <laughs> Slower. <laughs> Thank you, Marina. We'll appreciate that. Uh, I've been trying to lose weight. Wait, I'm sorry. You know. Post Easter, yeah. you've stayed away from gluttony. I'm still like reduced my carbs. Reduced gluttony. In general, yeah. I, I like. Yeah. Is that yeah. the name of yes. the program you're yes. on? The reduced yeah, some gluttony. Do, diet? Some do keto. Some do paleo South Beach, South Beach and I but do, you do you reduced do RG. RG. I do RG, RG. reduced gluttony. We should, we should start that RG. Like you just you just gorge a little <laughs> less at each meal. You don't you leave one eventually, slice of the pie. Eventually you, a, you stabilize. You get a pizza pie. You don't lose the weight. You just stop putting on more. No, that's right. You you get a pizza pie, you don't have to eat the whole pie. Save a slice for tomorrow morning. That's usually what I do. Or like midnight. Or, or a midnight. snack. Or like a snack. Midnight, yes. So uh you know, when I was at the doctors, they weighed me and I'm like, I don't know. My driver's license says five nine, but honestly, I'm like you know five eight five. I'm like Tom Cruise a little. I'm a little taller than Tom Cruise, I think. Anyway, they said I was one eighty four, but this morning one seventy six point eight. So it's happening. Yeah. It is happening. But you know what? What got me depressed was the other day I noticed one of our colleagues, Sonny, in the office, uh, Justin. You know Justin Germany. Um, I noticed him. And I saw him, and he usually has he has a beard and and shoulder length hair. So I didn't really you don't really notice it. And I said, wait a minute, I said, have you lost weight? He lost. He looked like he he was a big burly guy. And he stopped, and his big smile comes on his face. He goes, I lost forty pounds. I'm like, are you dying? <laughs> I I actually I asked him, did you get a haircut? Cancer. <laughs> the haircut. I was like, did that's, you get a, did that's you get a haircut? I, that's what I do to look smaller. And, he, and he like he looked at me like he was angry. He was like, no, I lost forty pounds. I was like, oh, forty pounds. Good so job, I said, what, what was your secret? And he said, reduce gluttony. Yes, <laughs> RG. essentially, RG. I'm on the RG, but, but he's on the. Oh, oh no. Oh. Okay, Sonny just spilled Keep his going. coffee. There's Hold some on. tissue paper, and I think the show will still go on. Okay. Uh, We're back. Thank you. Yeah. Woo. Thank you. Thrills, chills, and spills in the studio. So, uh, uh, two thousand. So, so Justin says that he, uh, his, the secret to his thing was you don't block out something entirely per se. He's just reducing his overall caloric intake to less than two thousand calories a day. He has cut back on the red meat. He loves he loves wine. He doesn't drink almost any wine anymore, which is also very sad. A lot of chicken, a lot of a lot of fish, tuna maybe once a week because of mercury, but a lot of the salmon, cod, everything else. And that was his secret. JVL. So I had wanted to, and not not question, no. share. Yes. So Please, I yeah, mentioned how about you? last how about you? week yes. that uh, because all I do is eat animals anymore, uh, I had a friend of the show, Tim, who sent me a Ooh. box of jerky. Oh, but this is exotic jerky, jerky wild stampede. So we have boar, mm-hmm. uh, elk, bison, alligator, ostrich, kangaroo. That is a real wild stampede. Venison. Boys, would you like to try some jerky? <laughs> Sonny, you look sure. a little scared. But I don't want to have to hear so much of the, the gnawing on the studio. So I won't hear. I'm gonna, I'll tell you what. I'm going to reach in. And just grab bag. Grab. This, is, this is grab bag. What am I? Oh, boy. I'm so scared here. What are you going to get? I don't know. Give What's me something gonna good. What's it going to be? Ah, pork and alligator. Oh, you got alligator. So that's a, that's a blend? Uh, sure. I'm going to look for some bison because I really okay. want to try. Oh, there's like and there's different flavors. Great. And Not really sure how to open this, so let me continue you on You know, there's – uh, <laughs> there's. can I give this to you, Victor? Yeah, Victor, sure. Because Wait, I, it, it's this duck, a, and I can't oh, eat ducks. Oh, this one's a, against your ducks religion. Are actually – I actually like ducks. Um, <laughs> how about lamb? Ducks are one of the few animals that mm-hmm. I – oh, here's mm-hmm. pheasant. Geese. You should eat geese. Kangaroo. They're, they're, like they're a plague. Too. Canadian geese are a plague. Like, they're I, bad for the rest of the environment. Briefly about Slim Jims. Yeah, I love Slim about that this morning. I used to I used to eat Slim Jims pretending I was smoking. If I had to ask you to guess when, what year the Slim Jim debuted? Okay. Mm-hmm. What would you guess? I will say 1955. Sunny, I don't know. 48. 1929. Wow. And yet, to my mind, and because this is. 
I, I knew it was quite early because Slim Jims used to be advertised in all of the old comics Comic that books, I would yeah, absolutely. And then grew to national prominence once they hired spokesman Randy Savage. Oh. <laughs> Maybe the greatest no- spokesman non sequitur ever. Why is the Macho Man the spokesman for Slim Jim? I don't know. No, because he's but macho. But it makes so much sense. Was, once you hear was him he say, the original, snap into a Slim Jim. Well, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, snap it to a Slim Jim was his thing. Um, I remember being at like the shop right with my mother as a kid, and you'd always see it at the aisle, right? It's not like you go to the main aisle. It's like the, the register. The register. It's You're the an register. impulse item. Yeah, and impulse. yet I never see anybody buy them. Do you? I've done it a couple times. So uh, I looked at it, and I remember asking my mother, can I buy one? And my mother's like, yeah, sure. You know, whatever. She didn't know what it was. And I remember tasting it. <laughs> she didn't, and know, she didn't what know it was. It's like, you know, I drank wine coolers in high school because my mother didn't know there was any alcohol in it. She said that. <laughs> God bless her. But anyway, the, the, the Slim Jim, I remember saying how amazing it tasted, the smokiness. And that was the first time I remember reading the, the back because I, I always read stuff in, on food. And uh, it, it's, it was the first time I, saw, I came across the word carcinogen. It really was. And I was like, what is that? Could that was be there bad? asbestos in the Slim Jim? Just carcinogens. You know, it's like related just to- general, Just yeah, general cancer just general causing. cancer because it's smoked. I think that's what happens. But, you know, uh, but but there's kind of- a, You know what? It's now fashionable to eat beef jerky, right? It's, fa- it's, it's, it's it? It, Yeah, I mean, it's very trendy. The Wall Street Journal did great pieces on this and how everyone's- Because it's a health thing. But I remember Slim Jim was never for- Before Randy Macho Man Savage, it was just not, you know- I didn't feel it was really respectable. And I remember when I lived in Vienna for a year, my mother sent me a care package. It had a lot of popular things in it, like bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. All the kids loved it. And there was a box of Slim Jims, and I didn't tell anybody. I kept, I held, I kept it under my bed. And I let one person know about it, uh, this girl, Deanna. And oh, tur- boy. Yeah. Well, it, it turns Is out- this a euphemism? She was a- <laughs> She, she wanted my Slim Jim. And it turns out Slim she, Jim was a, kept under your bed. she was a secret fan, too. And so from time to time, you so get you a slipped knock. her a Slim Jim. And, and she'd say, can I have a Slim Jim? I said, come right in. Can I just I have got a meat stick? Vic, could I have a stick full of meat, please? I'm sweating. Please, I don't want to go there. Vic, you have a stick of, of meat in your bed, don't my, you? Please. My, my. <laughs> okay. So I'm, let's just, let's just Vic, how is yes. your Vic, I'm sorry. Sonny, how yes. is your alligator? Yeah. No, is that I, alligator? No, I got the I got the pork and antelope. Oh, antelope! How is the antelope? That's fine. Was it prancing along the plains before it was slaughtered for so. your enjoyment? I hope so. Good. I hope I hope it had no. I actually I I I, I go back and forth on whether or not I want them killed to in the, the moment of happiness or to live their life on a terrible farm <laughs> and and then be consumed by. Well, me. you know, it's like uh, it's like you know cage free chickens. But as my mother in law says, I've seen those chickens roaming around. They're eating their own poop. That's true. <laughs> but they taste She's so good. She's a sensitive, sensitive soul, yeah. your mother-in-law. Yeah, I know. Um, I will say one other thing, by the way, in terms of my RG regimen, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've also been going to the gym. About how many calories per day would you say you're at? I don't know, three, 4,000 maybe. I'm not sure. No, oh, okay. So uh, I, I've been going to the gym. I go to the gym twice a week, and I run three times a week. And then I was like, oh, there was an article in the Washington Post about you know how uh, spot reduction does not work. People are like, oh, i got to get rid of my gut. Let me do crunches. I knew that, right? But they had an interesting aside. Uh, about how you shouldn't focus so much on, you know, just let's say I, I like to go bench press and curls and things, but, you know, that you know, the older you get, your back muscles and your leg muscles, all very important. And also because they burn calories equally, fat cells are, you know, distributed and it doesn't have, a, you know, you can't do spot reduction. But one thing that disturbed me in that article was they said if you focus too much on your front muscles, you'll have what is called, quote, the caveman look which is I guess you have no back, and then all of a sudden just everything is front-loaded. So if you go to the gym, you know, the, I'm sure your gym's like this. They have mirrors. There's mirrors everywhere. If I'm looking at myself in the front, I'm like, yeah, this is good. You know, I'm looking good. I'm, I'm losing weight. And then Sonny's, Sonny put his hand on his head. And, and then you glance at the side mirror, and you don't, I don't often look at my profile of myself. Who, you know, who does that? So I looked at my profile, and oh, my gosh, I'm turning into caveman. So that's what's been bothering me. But I'm working on it. Things are getting better. Why are you doing more like Peking Man? Really? Why like aren't Peking you doing Man. the uh, like CrossFit style? Just nothing but no, burpees. Too crazy. You know, crazy. burpees yeah, and lifting tires I'm, I'm, and stuff yeah, like that. I, Shouldn't I, that I, be I, what you're doing? She's that shoulder because it's a whole body workout. It is a whole body workout, and I know a guy who does that and is a trainer and competes. And um, the great thing is, uh, you're in great shape. The uh, the bad thing is, all you do is talk about it. Is 
But I, I've seen the commercial for for the yeah. Michelob Ultra, yeah. and they all look so happy, and they're uh, amazing. And you have to drink and Michelob Ultra. different ages, gotta, and then yes. they oh, yeah. go running yeah. together, they have and, young, and then they have old together. people. They have old people and like me. stand in circles, mm-hmm. applauding mm-hmm. the old people, and then they go and have Michelob Ultra yeah. to celebrate. Mm-hmm. It looks what, really fun. That's what I would do, and then I take Celebrex. Also, none of them have children. Oh yeah, of course. No, they're happy. They're happy. Oh. It's just like when I walk up Fourteenth Street with all the bars and restaurants, everybody's happy. Sunny, how are you? I didn't go to the gym or anything. How are so. your shoes? They're good. I'm thinking about getting a second uh, pair of shoe trees mm. because I found that you know part of part of the shoe polishing process you want to let the polish sink in. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta leave a little time, but mm. that's just a lot of dead time. So if I have two shoe trees, I can polish both shoes at once, and by the time I'm done with the last shoe, the first shoe will almost be done resting. I but, can give you my shoe trees. You want my shoe trees? Yeah. But don't you want all unworn from the Saint shoes Regis. residing Ooh. in shoe trees? You stole shoe. I'm sorry. Hold on. You <laughs> stole shoe trees from the St. Regis? When you get your shoes polished, you open your door the next morning, and there it is in a little pouch in a bag, and they put shoe trees inside. What am I supposed to do with those? Things? Cedar shoe trees. What? Cedar shoe trees. No, the, uh, then, those are nice. Uh, no, these are like plastic metal. Oh, I don't want your trash <laughs> disposable <laughs> shoe trees. If they don't, are if they they're not disposable? Those what? are disposable. They what have do to I be look, cedar. What do, I, do I look like a homeless person? <laughs> <laughs> no, right? You're with me, Sonny. You need to, and here's a question. Oh, you For the front cost, portion of the shoe you. trees, do you like the kind that is solid wood or that is split so that it expands slightly when fitted into the shoe? Uh, I think the ones I have are solid. Now, do you like keeping all unworn shoes in shoe trees no, I whenever don't, I'm worn? I don't do that. Why not? That's how you that. increase the life of your shoes. That's exactly yeah, why. I, I probably should. But this is the problem. Again, I only have one shoe tree. So am I just going to, who am I going to play favorites with my shoes? How much did they cost? They were like 30 bucks. Yeah. It's like not cheap. Yeah, you should get more. I should probably get one more. I think, I do think if I get one more pair of shoe trees, I'll finally be it can, happy. It can get, it can I'll get finally it. have achieved personal <laughs> happiness with one more pair of shoe trees. And I can order it and watch the package come on Amazon. Did you see that Amazon now lets you watch the package what? Like, no. as it's being delivered? What did Lord Bezos do now? Your, I don't understand. Like, so have you ever used the Amazon Instant? <clears throat> or Amazon like now, Amazon Prime now, where you get like something delivered to your house in two hours? No. Or have you ever used their food service? Like you get food no. delivered to your house. So they, they I don't when, live when you use, in a place where they can do when that. You use, when you use these amazing services, there's like a little, you can actually watch the delivery truck as it comes. Like it's on a map, you know. Mm-hmm. They have done this now for all of their packages. Amazing. Oh. All of their packages. So you could start with like something being delivered from China and watch the ship I don't cross know. I don't the know Pacific about that. Ocean. I don't know about that. I don't know about all that. But I did order I just ordered this I ordered a HDMI to like Thunderbolt cable wow. for my for my laptop so I can mm. plug it into my TV. Mm. Can almost you explain that to Vic. Almost <laughs> entirely. It's magic. Yes. I ordered a Harry Potter it's thing. Wires. Tubes. It's a connect <laughs> what is a tubes? A series of tubes. Uh, but anyway, so. I I basically ordered this I mean I ordered the cable cuz I kind of wanted they're they're like, you know, as as an important Rotten Tomato certified film critic. I get a lot of screeners that are just links to things, and I I, I tire of watching them on my tiny little laptop. I want to watch them on the big screen. So, uh, anyway, this is a thing that I'm excited to track. Mm -hmm. Can you Thunderbolt that right to your phone? Uh, Well, no, because it's an HDMI. It's like a... But could you go HDMI to Thunderbolt to Lightning? I I don't know. Into your phone so that you can watch them as the filmmakers intended. On my phone? Yes. Well, well, I guess I could do that, but I I haven't actually looked into it. I mean, I'm just thinking, as your duty to the Rotten Tomatoes audience, you probably should watch them in as close to the (laughs) the natural environment as possible. So watch them in portrait mode. Yes. Watch it portrait mode. But widescreen. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'll do that. Now, Sonny, you, you so you were reading something uh, this morning that caught your attention. What's going on? Oh, great. There? Yeah. Yeah. The there was a fantastic piece in the Ringer about a their music critic was very very concerned about Kanye West maybe supporting Trump kind of or basically probably just trolling everyone. Uh, and I I was like I was really fascinated reading this piece because it's like you know this is like everyday life for a conservative is. Like, here's an artist who I enjoy. It's the story of our life from the very beginning. Here's an artist who I enjoy telling me that uh, my life is bad and my mm-hmm. political choices are corrupt and blah, blah, blah. That's right. And, and uh, you know what? I, I, feel, I have a lot of sympathy. I have a lot of sympathy for these guys. So I wanted to offer a few tips, a few pointers on uh, how to get go, over it. Go for it. Uh, the first is to remember that none of this matters 
absolutely none of this. It doesn't matter who the artist uh, is voting for. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It, it does. It just doesn't matter. It makes no difference. The art is the art. It's there on the screen or on the disc or on the MP3 or on the book or in the page or whatever. Uh, and the art is totally separate from the artist. Doesn't matter. Uh, and that's my only piece of advice. Just get get over yourselves. But, I mean, honestly, just get over yourselves. But what if the artist is Hitler? What if the artist is Hitler? Well, you know, Hitler Could was a painter. Could you then like a, a painting a lot of that people, was by a lot of, Hitler? A lot of people collect Hitler paintings, you know? Are they bad people? I, who's to say? <laughs> anybody you know? Does Vic? anybody you know know? I, I was thinking I think I know somebody who might, but I'm afraid to ask. Uh, anyway, this is a problem. You're absolutely right. And it's so funny when you talk to certain people and they're not accustomed to this because they assume that the other person, the person they admire – for whatever talent, skill, whatever it is they do, that it's top to bottom. Everything about the person, right down to the soul, is inherently the same as them. I was at some uh, conference out in in Italy years ago, hanging out with this guy. At Lake Como. Yeah, it was Lake Como, that's true. Uh, The first time, not the second trip, the first trip to Lake Como. I remember uh, who was there, too. Oh, who was there? Not going to say it on air. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was there. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, See? That's right. that's Psychic right. connection. Psychic connection. And then I think she was... Never mind. Sorry, we don't mean to feel... I know. We're totally, Sonny. totally uh, turning Sonny off here. Uh, anyway, and we were having this conversation, and this guy um, was actually Jem Ozdemir, who's now the chairman of the Green Party in Germany. Uh, but we were talking about The Simpsons, and I said to him, yeah, you know who else likes The Simpsons? You know, John Ashcroft, apparently, you know, watches The Simpsons. You know, he got turned on to it. And I remember Jem said, oh, oh, no, now I can't watch The Simpsons. That's crazy, you know, but they were not used to it. That's, the, no. that's their world. It is, it's, it's, such a, it's such a weird it – is, it is a very weird and interesting form of privilege to go through life assuming that all of your heroes agree with you on stuff. Like I, I'm actually like I'm, – I'm kind of fascinated by it. It's, mm-hmm. it's a totally blinkered way to go through life. But, uh, you know, uh, good, good for them. Yeah. Lucky, lucky them. That's yeah. an epic little troll line, Sonny. What's that? Thank you. <laughs> the privilege. You, I, I yeah. see what you – did. I don't know what there. you're talking about. ISWYDT. Uh, Sonny, uh, and Jonathan, I was going to say, and, and there are people obviously on the right who do this too. Of course. No, you know, of course. Oh, I'm not going to watch his stuff because, you know, he doesn't whatever yeah. or she doesn't whatever. But Are you what related is, to any of them? No comment. <laughs> the point is, the point is, how <laughs> dare you? The point is, what is the alternative? The alternative is nothing. The alternative is that you are away from all sorts of media, movies, TV, and you're stuck in silence. In Gary, some, Gary Sinise movies all the way the down. The Gary Sinise movies, <laughs> I mean, which means which means nothing. Adam at Sandler the, movies. Yeah, which means nothing at the moment, and you're stuck in a quiet place. Uh, speaking of which, over the weekend, uh, Quiet Place snuck back into the top spot at the box office with $22 million, followed by Rampage. Page, which slipped to $21 million, and I Feel Pretty with $16 million. And in fourth place was Super Troopers 2 with a modest but pretty, considering it's Super Troopers, uh, pretty uh, impressive $14.7 million. Did way better than expectations. Did right? like triple expectations. I mean, considering the original Super Troopers was when? The original one came out in 2001 or 2002, I think. Yeah, so this is like a People have been clamoring for a decades. sequel for 20 years. Well, what's decades it? in the making. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you guys laugh, and this is it's obviously kind of true, but there there are some interesting little things here. I mean, this is, this was a crowdfunded picture. This was they they uh, Jay Sandra Shikar, who's yeah. the director yeah. and like the kind of the unofficial mm-hmm. head of the Broken Lizard Troop. Uh, you know, went out there and raised I don't know four or five million bucks from wow. people. Um, That's enough. I think it was the kind of second best, uh, the second best crowdfunded like for a film. Uh, in history, but I might be wrong on that. But it was, but it was interesting because he, he, like, while they were doing this, he actually wrote a piece for the Daily Beast talking about how he uh, wished they could actually just sell shares in the film. Yeah. So they could That's sell, they could sell. You know, you could you could buy a point for you know ten thousand bucks or whatever or a hundred thousand bucks. Now, like uh, because of Hollywood accounting, this would be uh, this would be a black hole of money that people would be throwing their you their dollars do into yeah, if you're you a can. rube. Yeah, I mean I like this is but like the, you know the the idea the idea is at least kind of an interesting and sound one. The problem is that Hollywood is a bad place and that's, I, that's I would right. not accuse Hollywood. the you could get one point of the net profits. Right. Exactly the net profits. <laughs> right. Exactly and this is where you, this is and this is why frankly you can't do it. This is why right. this is one of the reasons why the government has been like yeah you can't just mm-hmm. sell 
percentage points of your films mm-hmm. because you you're all sharks and shysters. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I, I'm sympathetic to that, but it, but it's interesting. I but the the you know the movie did huge huge business on yeah. on home video. I mean, it made fifty, sixty, seventy million dollars, something like that, uh, in the in the intervening years uh, on home video because mm-hmm. people liked to watch. Uh, this at home and with their friends they would sit around and get drunk and get high and throw mm-hmm. it on and and laugh and giggle and mm-hmm. uh, everyone would have a good time this is how i uh yeah. became accustomed with super troopers it, it came out it came out in dvd while i was in college uh-huh. uh and i would say that i consumed no fewer than a thousand gallons of malt liquor <laughs> while watching this movie in the, among in other the, substances and the two I, I was never really a pothead so that wasn't that wasn't me i was just a drunk uh, so you saw Super Troopers too? I did. Good. So did I. Oh yeah. Maybe somebody else did. JBL, but, did you see? Uh, I did not. Oh. Did did three of us though? Maybe three of us did. He was kind of on the fence. He didn't know what to make of it. But did he get uh, very hungry during the screening? And a little bit. Out? It was a bit of a haze uh, for him. But uh, maybe he has a few words. Super Troopers 2 follows the antics of ex-Vermont Keystone cops, more like Keystoned. Talk about hijinks. They really make a hash out of things. What I'm trying to say here is there are a lot of drugs in this movie. And sight gags. If the humor were any lower brow, it'd be my mustache. But it does have the exotic Emmanuel Shrieky. I'd like to give her the merguez, if you know what I mean. She's half Moroccan. Anyway, I give Super Troopers two, two stars, and five stars if you're high as a kite. But what's really been bothering me are these allegations against Stan Lee. Can I talk about that, Jonathan? Gene, Sonny? please. Tell, what, tell me more. So, a masseuse has been complaining that he put the moves on her. Talk about getting rubbed the wrong way. But Stan Lee is 95, so I can't imagine he's anything to marvel at. If it's true, somebody ought to straighten him out. But I guess that's what he was hoping for. And those <laughs> are my two cents. Excelsior. Wow. Gene. Wait, so I, I, I had like just barely caught caught the oh. headline on the Stanley mm. story. It's it's a masseuse from two thousand seventeen said that he propositioned yes. her. Well, yeah, yeah, and he told her to get back. She refused. She wanted to uh stop the massage, as it were, because he was aroused and then he came after her and then, you know, grabbed her hand. She claims he's ninety five. Yeah. He's ninety five. Very fast. I have to I have to I gotta be honest, I was like I was like, well, I don't know. Uh, you know. I mean Give him a pass. He's no. <laughs> he's. Does he even know that what he was doing? Does he even know what he was doing? He's ninety five. I mean, there's stories about how like oh, his his daughter is trying to steal all his money oh, and like changing yeah, his yeah. will. And so, how about a, do, you, do you want to give a, a, a real review? Well, I mean, I don't, no? there's no there's no there's real point in doing doing a review of this movie. I mean, the, the quick plot. The uh, the, well, the so I mean, this is how why is the mise en scène. This is this is why there's no real point in doing a a review is because the second act is a little no, slow isn't it there's no uh <laughs> there's no uh real plot so like it's just a series of jokes this is very much like the first film um it's about a bunch of yes i okay. see the f- screensaver is on jesus does, christ does it, does it stop when no it, goes? it doesn't stop okay just asking look it's still oh, going thank god thank god i was really worried Um. Anyway, much like this episode, this. much like this episode of the Substandard, it was very episodic and kind of uh, there all over Dis- the place. Disjointed, disjointed. <laughs> oh, Gene, Gene number two over there. Uh, and it, but it, but I will be honest. I found it amusing because I like these characters. I find them amusing. Um, and uh, I wasn't, I was not high or drunk this time in the theater. Mm-hmm. Unlike Same. some of the audience members who I saw it with. Did you I'm smell? Sitting there, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there, and like the movie's about to start, and like two two women walk in and sit maybe I don't know like ten seats away from me, like kind of back into the right. And I, this one woman just shouts, "It smells like soup in here." I was like, "What? The f- what is going on?" Uh, but uh, 
Uh, Did it smell like soup? It didn't smell like soup. Soup. Narrator says it does not <laughs> smell like soup. Uh, that's that, uh, that. That's like Creed in the Office. Remember that when uh, when uh, that, that uh, when uh, Michael Scott's buddy leaves, you know, he ta- he goes to the bathroom in his office and leaves that yeah. you know package. And Creed walks in. and goes, "Did somebody make soup?" <laughs> yeah, it's not soup. All right. So uh, so anyway, I enjoyed it. It's funny. It's dumb. It's about <clears throat> a bunch of Vermont state troopers. Who uh, end up having to do police work in a Canadian town due to a border snafu. Uh, there's a lot of <coughs> a boot jokes. <coughs> Let me try that again. There's a lot of a boot jokes and a lot of... Uh, a lot of Canadian. A lot of... A lot of, of Wait, crazy. crazy a, lot of, a lot of crazy Canadian action. There's a great scene in a brothel. Uh, it's a, a male and female brothel. Are brothels legal in Canada? I don't actually... I, this is a thing I wasn't... I guess they. I guess true. they are. I mean, I don't know. They wouldn't make the joke if that. If, if that right, was right. No, they wasn't, wouldn't right? make the joke. If that wasn't true. I mean, the, you know, the, the the strip clubs are a lot more, from what I hear, a lot more open about mm. everything. But I, I assume that there's some sort of they have licenses and things like that. There was also that was like full. There was a frontal scene too, a frontal shot of a dude. Yeah, you know, there's, there's definitely some male frontal nudity in this. Between this and Westworld, there was some male frontal nudity on the first episode of Westworld. Mm. This year, mm-hmm. I think we need to put a kibosh mm-hmm. on this yeah, whole male no, we got the point. nudity thing, so to speak. Look, I got to be honest with you. Me- naked men are disgusting, and I'm not saying this not. Uh, solely because I am, uh, you know, Hetero. the male gaze. Oh, yeah, you know, and that sort of gaze, G A Z E, Vic, the male gaze. Uh, you know, I just because I have that, uh, it doesn't change the fact that women are attractive and men aren't. So stop, stop it with the male nudity. I, I find it interesting that this partic- this is a particular ensemble cast. The way Chris Guest has an ensemble cast and Jay Chandrasekhar has this, yeah, cast, the Broken Lizard, the Broken guys, Lizard they, guys, they have a bunch of movies. Um, is 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 everybody's favorite Farva? Is that just understood? Uh, well, he's the Kevin. Old, Hef- is it Kev- uh, Kevin, Kevin Heffernan? Hefferin. Heffernan. Yeah. Um, I I don't know that he's everyone's favorite, but he is like the most unique of them. The other four are all kind of interchangeable. Yeah, they're all. Right. They're all just kind of, but Farva has his own like personality, and he's 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 ridiculous. And uh, I would say he is. I don't know. Again, he, he's like kind of the butt of all the jokes. So I don't know if he's everyone's favorite, but yeah. And and I wanted, I always wanted to know how did of all people Brian Cox get roped into this? Even in the first Super Troopers, in the second, this is a guy who does Shakespeare. I mean, this is crazy, and here he is doing this thing. It's, I mean, I assume it's like all the all the other British actors, it's right? Work. It's a it's a work, and yeah. they they do their they they take they take their job seriously. Mm-hmm. So they they do it. And they do a good job, and they they you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I it was almost it was a very sort of Trump era comedy in the sense that the theme was you know immigration in Canada you know and yeah. making a lot yeah. of jokes about Canadians and Rob Lowe was great. Did you like Rob Lowe or was it over the top too ridiculous? Oh, he's fine. I yeah. mean, again, mm-hmm. it's you know yeah. I will tell you what you know who I thought was in this movie and I was like, wow, that guy can really act. The very large Canadian Mountie bald. I thought it was the guy who plays the mountain in Game of Thrones. No, that's, it's not. It's Will Sasso. It's Will Sasso. He got huge. TV. I know he's, he's always been a big dude. Man. I mean, he's he's always been a big dude, he, he but he's funny, like a giant. I, I like. I, he's very and, funny. And he's that, very like, talented too. That that bit with the three Canadians doing Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito. Was, was actually like one of the funniest bits I in, the, in the movie. I, I mean, look, it, this is a movie that's hard to review because it's just it's either funny or it isn't. You right. you either like it or you don't. Uh, and if you don't like it, then it's not funny. It's not worth watching. I I don't know. L- lots of movies. It reminds dr- me. It reminds it reminds me a little bit of Animal House. In the kind of again, very episodic, very well, this you know. Is, this is well, this is this is sort of a, a good segue, but uh, because there's a lot of movies that feature drug use, uh, but not all of them are stoner flicks. How does one become a stoner flick? What determines that? What do you think? I mean, I think it's just the using and discussing drugs on screen. I mean, this is the Cheech and Chong movies, right? Are all about like it's oh god, these guys are high. That's funny. So let's um, be high and, when we watch it, right? And mm-hmm. so Super Troopers, like it, other people, are generally the ones who are high in this movie. But it, you know, there's like it's it is it is still a a yeah. movie that's very much around being in an altered state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. JVL Big thoughts. Lebowski is sometimes considered a yes. stoner movie. It's interesting. Yes. Well, I mean, I would is say that just the exception to the rule here? Well, I don't. What do you mean? That that to be a stoner movie, it has to be about doing drugs on screen. What, Jeffrey Lebowski spends the whole movie smoking weed. Does he? Yes. <laughs> he's always high. And drinking white Russians. He's, he's always high and Russians. I guess I don't yeah. realize. He's always, uh, he's, he's always rolling. He Those were cigarettes. Those were not cigarettes. Those were marijuana cigarettes, <laughs> Jonathan. Okay. 
Yeah. Uh, do you have any uh, thoughts on other Stoder flicks? I mean, I mean, you don't have a ranking or anything like that. No, no do you? Okay. Not really, although I'd say on the top of the list is Days and Confused. Yeah. The Richard Linklater. Yeah, I mean, Days movie. and Confused. I, and, like, a lot of these movies kind of transcend Stoner They do. They do. Status. There's more like, about it as a generation Dazed thing. Days and Confused is more of a Altman type movie than a. I mean, it's shorter than an Altman type movie, yes. which means it's yeah. better. But it is, it is an Altman or Paul Thomas Anderson type kind of like. Uh, uh, characters, multiple character studies interwoven into a into in, in one setting. Uh, you know who loved that movie was Richard Starr, our colleague. Uh, Dazed and Confused. Yes, because uh, uh, I think that was his time, and I always picture him to be the Adam Goldberg character. Anyway, can I take S- us JVL. on a digression? Yeah, or please. I don't know what how please, much time we have, we, pl- have. we have. Plenty of time. <laughs> do we do we want to do that? Are we going to do the ad read now or later? Oh, my Don't we goodness. have an ad read to do? You're absolutely right. And it, I, I was following. Did you sleep on it? I was. I was you, dozing you off on because it? I haven't been. Maybe I need a new mattress. What's going on, JVL? Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. The experts at Casper work tirelessly to make a quality sleep surface that cradles your natural geometry in all the right places. After all, you spend one-third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. Its breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. Casper now offers two other mattresses, the Wave and the Essential. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. The Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. All Casper products are designed, developed, and assembled in the U.S. Prices are affordable because Casper cuts out the middleman and sells directly to you. Every Casper mattress is delivered right to your door in a small, how-do-they-do-that-sized box. Plus, there's free shipping and hassle-free returns in the U.S. and Canada. Plus... You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. Here's a special offer to listeners of the substandard. Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash substandard and using promo code substandard at checkout. That's casper.com slash substandard and use promo code substandard for $50 off select mattresses. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you, JVL. I can't believe I actually slept. Uh, you did. You I literally did. slept on I it. I slept on it. Figuratively. Yeah. You figured yeah. it. That's a perfect segue, and I didn't even intend it. Um, oh, oh yes. I'm sorry. You, you didn't intend it? Mm-mm. You didn't You didn't intend Mm-mm. that perfect segue? No. I, where's my segue what? credit? Oh. Where's my segue credit? Give me segue credit. One segue credit goes to Sonny Bond. Right. <laughs> Pineapple Express. Do you like Pineapple Express? Sure. Yeah. Well, let's do that. Let's just go through a list of mm-hmm. movies. That's and what people ask them like. If Sonny like liked it. it. Do we like so, it? So, uh, uh, How High. Did you like oh, that? I didn't see it. No, I don't like that one. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yes. yes. I like the first one, but not the second one. I only half saw the, the first third one. Half I only baked. saw the first one. Do you like Half Baked? Yes. That's uh, Dave Chappelle. That's early Oh, right. Dave of Chappelle. course. Of course. Friday. Of course. Did you like oh. Friday? I know the site you're going on because I was hard. on the same site. I I, I, can, I, I, just know I, I like bits and pieces of Friday. Mm. Grandma's Boy. What did you think of that one? <laughs> I don't know that one. That? I don't even know. Super that. High Me. Super I like high Super me. Size Me, but yeah, super, super High, high Me. High Me, get it? Was it a documentary? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, where's my car? That's uh, that is actually a, a work of high. Uh, Cinema. That is question. actually like that is actually like a very a very funny and deep movie. Did you ever did you ever review it. that movie for the Weekly Standard? Dude, where's my car? Yes, that was that out, before your came time? Out in like two thousand three, I think. Oh, okay, you were there. <laughs> the <laughs> end. This is the end. Yes. Did oh you, yeah, that yeah. movie's great. I'll say this about this is the uh, two great things. One, Danny McBride. Anything that Danny McBride is in, he's fantastic in this movie. Fact. The the line that he says when they tell him that Michael Sarah is dead. And he goes, well, it's not a total tragedy. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, the Emma Watson scenes. Yes, the Emma Watson scenes. Fantastic. <laughs> I know. I figured you'd be a big hey, fan Vic, of Hey, did, uh, did you see that Twitter thing? A little bit, but I didn't bother By clicking on anything. I was too scared. You didn't look? Yeah, well, I, you got a lot of responses for that. All right. Never mind then. I you got a lot of likes. Up. You got a lot of likes. I won't bring it up. It's pretty likes. funny. Yes. Suffice to say yes. that yes. a certain actress who was recently indicted or arrested oh, for Allison. trying to procure people for a sex cult. Allison Mack. Had Allison. tried to get Emma Watson involved in her sex cult. And I was wondering if they made a movie about that in your mind. Well, did you see that she, the, 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 uh, who was, who's the, um, Grace Park. 
from Battlestar Galactica yeah. was also involved in this. <gasps> she was in the sex cult? I don't know. Or procuring for the sex cult? I don't know. As I don't opposed, know. As opposed to... Uh, Not Trisha Helfer. Not Trisha <sighs> Who was the Ryan politician for Illinois? Not George Ryan? The other Ryan? Jerry Ryan. The other Ryan. Yeah, Jerry Ryan. Who also... Jerry, Jerry Ryan was his her wife. wife. Yes. She was in what? Star Trek? She was Voyager. 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 Yeah, seven of nine. And it was her husband that tried to... <laughs> Nerd! I, I mean, I, I know a lot Nerd. of things. You know everything. The hottest and... Borg ever. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm sorry. I know who the hot uh, chick was on that one Star Trek show. Who was the... Who, there was a... <laughs> There, I mean, she's the only one. She's like the except for who was the who was the no, Vulcan that no, was in Enterprise. The captain, the captain was pretty hot. What, Janeway? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Gross. Uh, and, and and so and, and Jerry Ryan's husband was trying to convince her to join. Was uh, that a club? A sex club? Yeah. That was a sex, not a sex cult. Oh, though. it's not a cult. That's a, a club. club. Yeah, she, uh, he just took her to like a BDSM joint. What is yeah. the difference between a sex cult and a sex club? That they, they meet more regularly. Probably the bylaws. <laughs> Probably the bylaws. Do you remember our friend? I guess I don't. I won't mention his name. <laughs> Where are you going with this? That's why I won't mention his name. But he had a funny story about the, uh, you know, the 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 urban legend. And I'm going to preface this by saying this is a rumor. This is not true. But the urban legend about the Hollywood orgy with Sammy Davis Jr. and and and. Uh, and Farrah Fawcett and Lee Majors. Remember that story? No. No? And and he told us that Lee Majors punched Sammy Davis Jr. because he said the two words, you're never, three words you're never supposed to say in an orgy, which is, I love you. <laughs> so, anyway. But that's an urban legend. Probably Not true. Happen. Not true. Okay. Um, I guess we're going to have can to. I, yes, are there can any I? Yes. Are there any more uh, high movies that about you want to? About the high thing? Fast yeah, so Times I, at Ridgemont please. High. Please. Yeah. I hate stoner movies i've always known this about you and i don't just hate them as in like hey it's not my cup of tea but i find them morally objectionable and the reason is this you sort of jokingly brought up privilege the other day i don't think your day being like 20 minutes ago (laughs) oh that's right we're we're so used we don't have to pretend that this is thursday uh I don't care what your position is on the illegality of drugs or the drug war. I don't care if you are libertarian and thinks it's all terrible, all a travesty, or if you are anti-drug the way I am. The law is the law. It exists as a thing right now. And the law is, simply as an objective fact, uh, applied very differently across different socioeconomic populations in the United States. And if you are... A rich kid in a suburb of a wealthy town, you can get by on using drugs because of various reasons. You know, law enforcement is laxer with you. People cut you a break. People look at it as, oh, it's just, you know, youthful indiscretions. You could become president because, like, hey, you know, he just smoked a little pot. Yet if you grew up in different socioeconomic circumstances, you can have your life ruined for this. And it is the the act of privilege that looks at this and says that, you know, hey, oh, no, look, for me and my people, it's just funny, man. It's funny while, you know, the antics that happen in in a different socioeconomic uh, circumstance in the city, the way especially minority kids get busted for this stuff, it's it's not funny at all. It is the law. And I I find this stuff Mm -hmm. deeply morally offensive. So every movie should be boys in the hood then when it comes to drugs. I wouldn't say that, but the idea that there's a whole subgenre. I mean, we don't have a whole subgenre about like murder being funny. Yeah, we do. Murder comedies? What's Clue? <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Clue? I've seen the movie Clue. The movie Clue is a comedy about murder. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, like, is it, but Death is of this Stalin. a whole Death of sub-genre? Stalin is a whole is a comedy about yeah, a, a, right. a, a genocide. I mean, I like this idea that we don't make jokes about crimes is insane. But is an act of privilege in this case. Okay, fine. I don't, and I, mean, I, I find it offensive and I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like people who do drugs. I don't, li- I don't like any of this stuff. It's the law. The law is the law. You can't just pick and choose which laws are you're going to respect and not. I, it's wrong. If you use drugs, it should go on your permanent record. Yeah, apparently. And you shouldn't get into a good college. Yeah, we got principal. Uh, who's the principal from Ferris Bueller? <laughs> Rudy. No, don't. Th- Rooney. Don't, Rooney. We got Rooney over here. Got, you know, Buzzkill. Captain Buzzkill. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, I'm high right now. <laughs> oh, that's why I spilled my drink. <laughs>
I thought you were on steroids because you're so angry. Okay. Um, let's move on. I think you were with me on this. Like just 10 years ago, you were. <laughs> what changed? I don't know oh. what you're talking about. Listen, I ruptured my disc. I told you what happened with my back. Okay. Anyway. Are you on, are you on pain pills? <laughs> Wait, no, this is a serious... By the do we way, need to today, have an intervention? Today, no, 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 no. Don't, don't change the subject here. I'm not changing to, the subject. Do we need to get Kate you know, in here? I believe, and I believe do you need to see pictures of your children who you won't see when you're in prison? Did for, you know this? I'm not actually changing the subject. Today, I believe, is the national uh, pill... Buy, what do you call it? You know, you... The pill dump? The you pill like dump. Today your, is the pill your, dump. So, you know what, everybody? A lot of, lot of just, junkies hanging around the trash just, cans. It, <laughs> I got rid of all my stuff. You know, you got Vicodin, Oxycontin, whatever it is, Viagra, Cialis, get rid of it now. How long does, like, Percocet stay good for after it's expired? I don't think that. I am asking for a friend. (laughs) Is that, like, a thing that, you know, you know how these things, you know how pharmacology works. Like, these things don't stop working. What happens is the, the... the minimum effective dose changes, and so their level of effectiveness changes. So I just have to take more of them. Yes, there are only like really two classes of drugs that really stop working altogether. For most everything else, what happens is your effectiveness just diminishes over time, like a half life. Which are which are the ones that stop working? I'm not, you know, I'm not going to enable you. Well, I mean, I'm saying I'm. It, it's not the pain ones, right? No, you're fine. Okay, okay. I think we can move on. Uh, corrections, additions. Uh, Jonathan, sorry, I got a couple things here. Okay, I had something, but I forget what it was. You just Uh, keep talking, and I'll try to remember. Uh, I'd like to give a special, two special shout-outs. One is to substandard listener and friend Paul Yarabino, who I ran into the other day in our building, and he was telling me he was just up uh, for a a good a mutual friend of ours uh, whose mother had died, and he was at the funeral reception, and he said that at the reception, uh, I believe he managed to convince ten people to listen to the substandard. So you know, never waste an opportunity. You know, even at receptions, it's you know very thoughtful. Thank you, Paul, for that, and I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. And also a special shout out to substandard listener Gabe Rossman, who sent me his old Xbox 360 game Batman: Arkham City. Well, that's a good one. With bonus content, Harley Quinn's Revenge. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, Which rating is that? Mm -hmm. Is that the NC-17 version? No, T. Oh, it's the T It's just T. So it's good. I gave it to my The TA version? Teen adult? No, no. I think it just says T on it. Come on. A little something for the effort there, Skip. (laughs) I I actually zoned out. He zoned out because he's on drugs. (laughs) I'm I'm too high right now. His eyes, no, his funny. eyes are it's classy. I, I, I spilled that. It's the first time I've spilled a drink in what two years of doing the show, almost year and a half. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is like the first show where I haven't had. I've, I, I actually have you not have had anything drop. to drink. You didn't have a single. You brought drop. the Irish honey in. I did Bushmills because it's nine thirty in the morning, <laughs> and I was just like, no, no I can't he's do having it. Coffee, but anyway, thank you, Gabe Rossman, and I showed Michael. He was very excited. I said, but you know, we don't we don't play Xbox until the weekends. That's the rule. No Xbox during the week. Xbox during the weekend. Well, Sa- same thing with Brazzers only on the weekend. Okay, not during the week. When I, I really am. Like, I don't even ho- know what that Vic is. Vic is hoping to get <laughs> a little uh, members pass <laughs> from somebody, them. Can you imagine if I got a hat and I could wear it around? That would be so <laughs> shocking. You know, it'd be great. Love you, you're sassy. Give him a hat. Oh, my gosh. I'm sweating over here. Okay. And, and finally, uh, we have to mention our last episode we, that we were going to be part of the AEI Ricochet First Ever Podcast Summit on May 10, 11, unfortunately. For logistical reasons, we cannot. But do check it out, Sunny. I know you'll be there with right. And yeah, Rider. I'll be there with the Right and Writer crew on Thursday night. Oh, you could take uh, any people who are friends of the show out to drinks. Yes, out there'll be a meetup the, afterwards. In fact, friends, right? yeah, that'll be fun. I'll be. I will be there in case something happens to Natalie Johnson. Sort of like waiting so in the can, wings. You're so. What you're saying is you are going to be outside of the required 250 foot radius, but just near nearby, just in case. <laughs> Radius? What radius are you talking about? I'm gonna, I was uh, thinking like you know, in the, Showgirls. The RO. Remember? We've got the... Remember in Showgirls and she's just about to perform and then somebody like knees her, kneecaps her. And then, oh, then the understudy takes the lead. You know, that's what I'm saying. So in case please you... Don't, please don't talk about our female employees <laughs> in relation to Showgirls. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. I, in case she gets laryngitis. Once again... I'm ready. Once again, media matters when you're pouring through this. That was Vic Mattis, not Sunny Bunch. The good news oh, is when they come hunting, they'll never hunting. be able to tell which That's one is you and which is they'll me. They'll take both we're, of we're you. Gonna, we'll, we're, yeah, we're, we'll it'll be like together. identical twins, one of whom commits a crime and the yeah. other of whom has an alibi. Then you can be cellmates. You can create you can be enough cellmates. reasonable doubt. Look, I, the other who's to say? Off. Is it him or is it me? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, that's right, all- JVL. <laughs> Good point, Sonny. That's all the time we're giving to this episode. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments. Tweet to us at Victorina Mattis at Sunny Bunch at JB Last. Again, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Just type in Substandard on a podcast, and we're there. Leave a review. Tell your friends. Until next time. I I had uh, two thoughts. One is uh, everyone, you know, I think we finished at a little over 50 minutes. Next week is the big one, of course, because we're all seeing Avengers Infinity War. JVL, do you think you'll be able to see that? When when does it come out? Today. Okay. Maybe. You don't want to. I mean, Sonny's already seen it. How many? I I did not read your review. How many heroes does it have in it? Because if it's under 15 heroes, I don't want to see it. But if they're able to, to slip a 16th hero into it, mm-hmm. then I totally want to see it. <laughs> Give me one spoiler. There's, Let me ask you this. Is the Wasp in it? There, no. Okay. No Ant-Man, no Wasp. Really? But there are infinity other heroes. There's about 7,000 well, That makes it heroes. better. Right. The more heroes you get, the better it is. Because I recognize that That's reference from that other movie. I recognize those characters. I like those guys. You know what? This is why I saw Cannonball Run and Cannonball Run 2. I just want to see people from other places all together. Uh, we were talking about... Sorry, JV, are you going to say something? No, I, I just have something. Just come okay. back to me before you sign up. Okay, out. good. Um, the other... I had a thought when we were talking about the National Pill Dump Day, and I had this funny memory of when we were kids... We all had to go down to the basement at some point. There were all these drugs that had expired. Uh, they give me like drug companies for my dad when he what was a doctor. What did your dad do before he like bagged? 35 years ago. Oh, come what, on. Before no. he debagged? Did you say, I'm no, sorry. I said, what did your dad it. do before eBay? <laughs> so he said, we got to get rid of all these, these drugs and put them all in like a trash, like in a bag receptacle too. And then you, you know, someplace takes it. But we all had to, but a lot of these places. You the, flush them? They, they, no, no, you're not supposed to do So they. The they, fish be all There's high. like a special, there's a special like container. But we, he, he recruited the entire family. So there was the whole family and all popping these, you know, pills out of these containers. And sometimes the, the capsules would break and you'd have like drugs everywhere. Angel dust. It was cr- angel dust. Uh, yes, angel dust. So just just minutes ago, literally two minutes ago, it says on my email, I got an email, and uh, my kid's a little leaked team. I'm being given the call. One of the coaches is not going to be able to be there tonight to the big game, and so I'm being brought in. Third base coach. And I think they're going to put me at third. Third base coach. That's the important base. I love that. I did that once. It's exciting. That I can do basically whatever I want. And so I can give these kids signs. Signs. And then if they don't take the signs, I can berate them. And I can do. So here's my question. As I am preparing for this, should my role model be Serena Williams' dad or Andre Agassi's dad? Oh, no. What's the other? Mary, Mary Pierce's dad. (laughs) <laughs> mm, I think you should do. Uh, there isn't there. There's got to be a crazy baseball dad. How are there no crazy baseball dads? I still think you're close, think the so closest. I still think the closest uh, analogy for you is Marinovich, right? Kind of the Marinovich family. Like I think that is what you need to go with. So whatever that guy was like, that's who you should be. So I'm sure it's fine. <laughs>